Hello and welcome to Wake and Jake, myself, Jake Storielli, David Mendelson. accurate names, accurate month, it's February 5th, hated January a little bit, maybe we'll end the show with that. January stinks. Corbin Burns is on the Baltimore Orioles, uh, something that I didn't think the Baltimore Orioles would do move-wise, kind of putting the chips on the table. Uh, something I thought the Brewers kind of moved past and we're just going to try to walk with that division again. We'll dive in a little further. Uh, and I'll also add some Yankee fans' thoughts to it uh, as they had a Caleb Ferguson today from Los Angeles Dodgers, their second Dodger bullpen guy uh, that they've added. And it's Super Bowl week. I guess that's exciting. I was really missing some sports this weekend, although Duke UNC was was nice. I tapped into that. Like everyone age 21, tap in on the IG story. <laughs> Fun game. Uh, let's do the big boy trade. Corbin Burns to the Baltimore Orioles. He will be there one. Uh, final year of his contract. He, uh, he quote-unquote, took a step back uh, with some of his metrics last year, and that still put him uh, 32 starts, 193.2 innings pitched, 3.39 ERA. Uh, He finished eighth in the Cy Young voting, seventh the year before, first the year before that. Um, Sneaky six in 2020, shortened season. Uh, I mean, he led the National League in whip last year. Did you know that? So that's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, and if I remember, I don't want to say John Boy Media effect here, uh, but his season numbers looked kind of meh. And then I think he visited John Boy Media. I think he also got a haircut, uh, if you're one of those people. And I think he kind of went off after that. Because, yeah, let's see. June 25th. So, like, halfway through the season, his ERA was a 4.1, which, again, not... Not tragic, depending how you get there. Uh, and I think the rest of the way, let's see, 16 starts, 272 ERA. Uh, so a little more Corbin, Bur- Corbin Burns coming down the finish line. Uh, one thing that doesn't matter, that kind of matters, awesome dude. Uh, if you're a John Boy Media person, if you remember our trip to Milwaukee, uh, Corbin Burns like, hung out with us, and we thought that was really cool. Because he had, like, taken off, and he was just chilling. Talking Trev, Cali stuff, uh, free agency a little bit a few years back. This is a guy that's excited to get to free agency, uh, and he should be, because have you seen the numbers that pitchers get? Uh, Former fourth-round pick, St. Mary's College. So, uh, pretty cool. He obviously developed that kind of death cutter that's been one of the best pitches in baseball. And uh, the Orioles get their one. Let's do some Orioles. Uh, They traded away Joey Ortiz, uh, top 75 prospect. Supposed to be a good defensive shortstop with potential to hit. Raked at AAA last year. Uh, Only problem for him currently, uh, it seems like the left side of the Orioles infield is good for seven years with Gunnar Henderson and Jackson Holiday. Uh, You know, Gunnar Henderson, did he win? He won Rookie of the Year, right? Yeah. So that's done. 
Jackson Holiday is the number one prospect in baseball and has a good chance to win it this year. And if you're someone that looks at a lot of baseball reference pages or stats, you know what? I'll get in there. Uh, Jackson Holiday. So, you know, top prospect. We don't, we don't want to get too excited about these guys, right? Um, because he's 20 years old. Turned 20 in December. Uh, but some guys are different. This guy was the first overall pick. He comes from a lineage uh, MLB family. Now Holiday, really good. Mm-hmm. Feels like that's a guy that should get brought up in more jam trivia. You'd think. Like, man, Holiday. Okay. I I don't think I'm out of bounds saying he falls short of this group, but when we did our Hall of Fame prep episode, he was on the ballot. In itself, a big honor. And it just the numbers are not far off. Yeah, I mean, we did that. I think we originally did a Foolish Baseball Hall of Very Good video. Like, Matt Holiday, he could give you a conversation. Um, this, is what, this is what Jackson Holiday did last year. How was your 2023? He was 19 years old, so he started at low A. That makes sense. 14 games, 396, 522 on base, a 1.183 OPS. You know what, kid? We're going to send you up to high A Aberdeen. We think you're ready. We think you're the guy. In 57 games at high A Aberdeen, 314, 452 on base, a 940 OPS. You know, hey, you, you got a chance, son. <laughs> We're going to kick you up to double A as a 19-year-old. Five years younger than the average double A player. Jeez. In 36 games, 360, or excuse me, 338, a 421 on base, a 928 OPS. Well, shoot. If you're going to do that, we might as well send you to AAA Norfolk where you're 7.3 years younger than the average competitor. In 18 games, a smattering. 267 batting average. 396 on base. A 796 OPS. So in his 18 games at AAA against men, he came down a notch. So above average for the league. This guy's a dude, I'm not sure when, how, it's all going to come together. That's kind of the, the question with some of these elite prospects. I mean, the way it came together with Gunnar Henderson, would not be surprised if that happened with Jackson Holiday. Uh, so all of that being said, uh, Joey Ortiz, whose value is probably being able to be a shortstop, because they also have uh, Jordan Westberg, who's a nice second-base prospect. Um, they've got another guy, Kobe Mayo. Not fully in my book, but top top fifty, top twenty-one. Pro- he's listed twenty-one on Fangraphs, so that's it's a real prospect. It's like where Jason Dominguez is for Yankees fans. Um, so Joey Ortiz, they move him, and then DL All, who was kind of a big-time lefty starting pitching prospect, had some struggles, kicked to the pen, looked good again. Uh, Orioles were probably debating if they want to tap into him as a starter like he's been throughout his minor leagues. Uh, Their rotation looks pretty good. And meanwhile, Brewers, Devil Magic, uh, they're looking to tap into the the big, powerful lefty. And they kind of deserve the respect that they might go. Um, That's kind of what the Brewers are really good at. So uh, the Brewers, they get a guy who could be their Willie Adamas replacement at shortstop. Fangraphs currently has him listed as their third baseman. Uh, so let's see on that, but 
Uh, the Brewers think they just got two guys that are going to be a part of their organization for four to seven years. One is a starting pitcher or a high-leverage reliever. Like, I think that's in the, the back of the Brewers' head. Like, if the DL starter thing doesn't happen, we can make him... We can tap into that in the bullpen, worst case, worst case. And they got a guy who could be their potential, like, next shortstop, like, for the next five years. So... Uh, along with the 34th pick in the draft, I believe, compensatory mm-hmm. pick, so they'll get to yeah. choose their own. Depending where the qualified free agents sign, that can fall as low as, like, 38, but that would mean... Sure. I would expect it to be 34 or 35. Either Bre- way, Brewers, prospect. Brewers believe in who they are as an org. Uh, that's more fun. You kind of choose your own adventure. Uh, and that is for one year, Corbin Burns. So... Initial reaction and current reaction. I was pretty not happy with the Brewers, man. Come on, Milwaukee. That division is up for grabs slash it's been yours. Um, And no Burns and Woodruff. That's just, that's a tough feeling, man. That's a tough feeling. Adrian Hauser's gone. Uh, That Brewers rotation, I believe in them as a franchise, although, like, we are in a next generation of brewers. Like I I know like managers get overlooked now, and I understand why. Craig Council's out. Whatever. That's fine. I can deal with new managers. Although ask the Cardinals how that's gone. Stearns, the guy that was kind of actually running the ship there, he's gone. He's with the Mets. So like this is ushering in a slightly new era of Milwaukee Brewers baseball. Um And in that, Freddie Peralta jumps up to the one, which, hey, I mean, maybe he's ready for that. Uh, Like, really good 27-year-old pitcher. Last year, 30 starts, a 3.86. A lot of strikeouts. He's honestly been really good the past three seasons. Uh, I guess for me, it's just a different level. Corbin Burns can go out and win you the Cy Young. Uh Freddie Peralta's never received a Cy Young vote. Like, I, Freddie Peralta as your three is sick. Freddie Peralta as your one, I don't know. Um, and then the rest of the rotation currently listed, Wade Miley, who was, was good last year, but um, 37-year-old Wade Miley. Colin Rea, you know, not very prevalent in my book, if I'm being honest. ERA in the mid-fours last year. Joe Ross, uh, who, I mean, if I bring up Joe Ross's stats, what am I going to see? Like, did he didn't... He hasn't pitched in the show since 21. Has he been hurt? What is that? I think, I think hurt. Uh, oh, a couple, couple ineffective years. Yeah, it looks like we might have some rehab starts Combo there. I, I don't know what you could be penciling... Joe Ross in for, and maybe we'll see some Brewers magic. And then D.L. Hall is the five, uh, and he's, honestly, Fangraphs hasn't projected to be good this year, and I know, you know, some of the people I respect, Eno, um, and a few others are are into it, especially with the the Brewers history and his talent. Left-handed, uh, interesting, young enough. But, you I know, can buy in. What, does, what does the full year of starting at the major league level look like for him? Maybe he's a breakout player, maybe he's not. Uh their bullpen I still really like. Um, and I'm I passing deal. The Kansas City Royals 
And shortstop Bobby Witt Jr. are in agreement on an 11-year, $288 million extension. I tell you what, that's awesome. That is awesome. Uh, good for Kansas City, dude. Um, that guy is going to be there. And I was wondering, because I saw the rumors about the the potential extension coming. Heard they were making good progress. Thought, you know, first week of spring we'd hear about one. That's... 11 years? 11 years, 288.7 23 turns 24 this year. Uh, I, I'm stoked for Kansas City, and I think that's an incredible deal. This Trev opened up my eyes to it because I said, who's Bobby Witt Jr.'s player comp? I don't know who it is. I don't have it. And Trev was like, Trey Turner. And I was like, oh, shit. Shortstop, power, stolen bases. Bobby Witt Jr. hit 30 home runs last year, 49 stolen bases, almost 30-50 in his age 23 season, finished seventh in the MVP, led the league in triples, and caught stealing. Bobby. I also, I'm going to double check. I think we did this once before, but I think, like, after the All-Star break, he went insano. Second half last year, 301, 343, a 906 OPS. Uh, This is while playing really good defense at shortstop. So why I didn't think this was going to get done, the Royals, who operate as a smaller market team, I didn't. I thought the number was going to be more than that. Uh, and here's what I'll tell you. Trey Turner, who I just listed as the player comp, you know, go look at Trey Turner's early seasons. He doesn't really take off until he's 25. Um, and then just a reminder, Trey Turner got 300 mil, right? 300 mil. So I don't know, man. If I was advising Bobby Witt, wait it out four or five more years? Yeah, I'm very I'm curious about that. I mean, you get it locked in and you're... It's locked in. It's guaranteed life-changing money. And who knows how they're paying it out and all that stuff. But, yeah, I mean, if Bob... By the time Bobby Witt hits free agency or would have hit free agency, I don't know where numbers are going to land. Yeah. Because that's what, 20, I mean, you know. He was still, I mean, he was a long time away from free agency still. Right. He's played two seasons. Mm. Um, so 2028. So mm. that would be after the 2027 season. He would have hit free agency at age 28. I don't know, man. I, I'll... I will not fault a guy for taking close to $300 million, and that's locked, and that's for life. Bobby Wood Jr. could, I don't know, he could sleep on his arm funny one night, and he's good. Like, that money's locked in. Sleep on his arm funny. <laughs> the, the Royals tweet about it, which is coming from a positive place, but the present, the future, the largest contract in franchise history. Right. I don't know if they should be boasting the contract size. And it, and it's a real one. Like, it's one that's fair to be your biggest ever. Let's just, yeah. The only we caveat to linger on that. Only but. caveat I'm putting in there is the White Sox. The White Sox are supposed to be the big fish in that division, and they've never signed anyone. Ever. Yeah. So, I, you know, in the AL Central, what's the biggest contract that's been given out? Tigers? Like Miguel Cabrera or something? Mm. Passons. 
article that he just posted if you want to go find it and try mm. to read along with me. There's options. It looks like it can max out at 14 years, 377 million. So I'm trying to trying to quickly read while talking, figure out like how, what determines that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how that doesn't get me too juiced up because if we're, yeah. you know, if we're adding years, Bobby Witt still sure. has to be really good at 35, which <laughs> it's a big ass. His opt-outs after years 7, 8, 9, and 10. Okay. So he has options That makes more sense. That makes more sense. So that, that, so that would mean... So Bobby Wood Jr. in his age 30, 31, 32 season, if he think, balls out... I think the season after age 30, so 31 would be the first year of a new deal if he opted out. So... That makes it make so much more sense. Because Trey Turner's first year... Or no, his first year with the Phillies was age 30. Uh, but still, that's same, same. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's beautiful then. Because that's what Kansas City gets to say, we locked up our guy for 11 years. If we're being completely honest, Bobby Witt is opting out after one of those seasons. I think so. It looks like, okay, I think I've digested how it works a little better. Okay. After the 11th season, so if he hasn't opted out by then, the Royals... Have a three for eighty nine option at the end, which would get it to that max. So I assume because the opt outs are after seven, eight, nine, and ten. Worst case, if he's good, hey, I can, you can do some numbers. And be like, what number? What does he have to beat to beat four for whatever that is? I I have good news and bad news for Royals fans. You have him for probably ten. I don't. I don't see that back end happening. If Bobby Wood Jr. has a good season from age thirty to thirty-three, he'll opt out. The money's going to be so different at that point that he basically got bought himself an insurance policy. So, still very happy for Royals fans. I'm happy for Bobby Witt. Um, and yeah, I was just about to walk all over myself because I was going to give a whole speech about how his dad played pro ball and like. You know, he didn't have to jump at this contract. I would honestly view it as like a seven-year extension <laughs> with potential opt-ins for the Royals almost. But, um, hey, good for Bobby Wood Jr., one of the best young players in baseball. If he plays like his second half, my goodness, maybe get that Royals hype train going. Um, and and if you're Bobby Witt, just, just you're good. Sorry. Thinking about the thing, so the those extend those that last three year option would be a raise for you on what you've been making. It's twenty nine ish a year, right? But so you would be getting a raise. You're not in like a bad spot if that happens. Twenty nine million dollars. I don't know. He'd have to decide to be one hundred sixteen million over four in that last optionable area. Which, just from what I've seen, the numbers change quickly uh, in baseball. Uh, that many opt-outs is just fascinating. Mind that's sp- what all the guys want now. That's what all should. the guys want now. Uh, if you can get those, you should get those. It's kind of what I've been, I've been trying trying to say is that if you, you know, how many how many times have you seen a guy have a nutso year and it's the year before their free agent? Michael Conforto, I, I think that's the one that comes to my mind. If Michael Conforto hit free agency a year earlier, I think he'd be a two hundred million dollar player instead. He's been on, like, <laughs> vagabond mode. So I know that's 
different because we're still talking about arbitration years and like teams are never going to give that up. Although I've t- tried to daydream some ways. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was 2020 was the last not hurt year. So COVID all that sm- inherently smaller sample 927 OPS that final year night and day between that and what he did in 21, which is a fine season. But Mets fans used to like call him their judge for a little bit, man. Um, the, the four seasons before, if he had hit free agency after 2020, would have been 939 OPS, 797, 856, 927. Big boy numbers, and I think good corner outfield defense. At the time, yeah. Yeah, um, at the time. Wow, congrats, Royals fans. AL That's Central, awesome. can't wait. Um, closing off, Burns and the Brewers. Brewers, I don't know. That starting pitching scares me, but I know you can piece together starting pitching. I actually like their bullpen, um, and I think that's going to be good. The lineup, which I've been getting myself excited about, I still think there can be excitement. Um, You know, if Chirio or Garrett Mitchell, like if one of the young guy clicks with Adamas, Hoskins, Contreras, and Yelich, I left out Freelick there. I think I'll mention him with the young guys and not the other established ones. I mean, I was starting to get more excited for a Brewers season than I have, and then they kind of pulled the rug out from under. I, I think the NL, the NL Central is back to being wide open. The Brewers will be around. I, I don't know what to do, what degree. Um, the Cubbies, again, everyone thinks they've made moves, but they haven't made them yet. Um, and then it's just, are the Reds getting better? And what what did the Cardinals flip do? What just got you over there, babes? Definitely just a glitch on Spotrax. Page or however you say that. How do you pronounce that? Say in the comments. I'm looking at Bobby Witt. I refreshed the page because I figured they'll have the club options and they're now easier to read. Just the 2037 year. They have a Cubs logo there. Just a glitch that's happened, I think. Mm. Oh, they have that trade agreed to, and that made me laugh. Mm. The principle. A good glitch always hits. It's like, how? Um, The Baltimore Orioles. I mentioned it on Talking Baseball briefly. Um... They're my hands-down favorite in the AL East. Um, The Rays, who finished two games behind them last year. I think the Rays are going to take a step back. I don't think they're going to have an undefeated April. They've lost a lot of their pitching uh, that helped let them have that undefeated April last year. Um, Their lineup, I I talk myself in and out of it. There's going to be a lot of young guys, and the Rays get more credit than other teams when it comes to young guys, but... Um, they're going to be the Rays. They're going to be good. It's just for the Rays, that means that means 85 to 100 wins. Um, and right now, I think I'm closer to that 85. Um, no wonder. A lot of pitchers hurt. Um, we'll see. The Blue Jays, I really like their pitching. I really do. I can't believe how much I like their pitching. Uh, that it's made me... It's made me furious that they don't add the lefty impact bat at the top of that lineup. They signed Justin Turner, which I love for that team. Justin Turner, veteran, leader, like one of the most beloved guys around baseball. Springer, Bichette, Vladdy, Justin Turner. Awesome. But I, we talked to the manager of the Yankees, and he's talked about it on mic before. That when they play the Blue Jays, having Luizaga and Clay Holmes on the back end, they basically see a double play there. 
Like, that's what they see. Like, even if one of you does get on, like, one of you guys is going to roll over a sinker. Um, that I don't know. You guys know I daydreamed about Luis Arise a little bit, and I don't think he's getting traded. I don't know. Maybe we're about know. to enter this really cool window because I didn't think it. everyone felt like the Corbin Burns time had passed. But this offseason hasn't gone yet. Four of the top six free agents haven't signed. Give or take. So that means a bunch of teams has still been in on them or still thinks they can be a part of their offseason. They're thinking about them. Which means that's delayed trades, which means I think we're starting to see more of it, including, you know, our Yankees training for a bullpen arm today, but that's... Baseball's become so much about value between war uh, and calling up young guys instead of having overpaid veterans that the Yankees could have signed a lot of free agent relievers this offseason, but they waited till February 5th to trade for Caleb Ferguson. Like, there's still a lot of offseason to chew through. Back to my AL East a little bit. The Blue Jays, I wish they made this another significant move. We'll see. Uh, left-handed bat in that lineup would be awesome. I wonder how, far, how how hard they fought for Jock Peterson. I really would have loved that. Our Yankees, 82-80 and 80 last year. People forget. Um, things can't go as bad as last year. And they added Soto. And Stroman should be a nice fit. And Rodon should be better, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Volpe should be better. Yankees are going to be a level of good. Uh, the depth in the starting pitching staff has Yankee fans nervous. Um they're going to be a solid ball club next season, or we'll all just lose our minds here. Uh, Red Sox, I don't know, guys. Feels a lot like 78 and 84, the same record as last year. The Orioles won 101. Jackson Holiday did not touch the field for them. I think he's going to. They've got layers of prospects that haven't been called up or touched yet. Um... I mentioned Kobe Mayo, Hessen Kirstead, Colton Kowser, Connor Norby. Pump it into my veins. Um, they have pitching depth. Man, Bautista being out stinks, and they tried to replace him uh, with Kimbrell, who deserves probably a little more respect than we generally think when we just say Kimbrell's name. Um but, man, I think the baby birds are going to be electric this year. Uh, adding Corbin Burns at the top of the rotation. John Means is back for them. Is Grayson Rodriguez going to break out? I think he might. I think he might. Kyle Bradish, fourth in the Cy Young. Um, top to bottom, this team is really good. Ryan Mountcastle is listed as their seventh hitter. Jackson Holiday currently slot in the eight hole. Like, we're not even talking about this guy being needed up top. Cedric Mullins at six. Gunner, Adley, Santander. Ryan O'Hearn feels a little weird, but he did mall last year. Austin Hayes, Cedric Mullins, Ryan Mountcastle, Jackson Holiday. So it feels like there should be another thumper in the middle. But the Baltimore Orioles are really good. I Pending the Yankees signing Snell, which I think they should do. The Orioles are going to win the AL East. Um, 
the uh, there was a couple tweets when the Burns thing happened. I think Dan Rourke was on it, and it was my first initial thought, which always makes me laugh because like Dan Rourke didn't even like really grow up during the Steinbrenner days, but he was like, if these were the old Yankees, they would sign Snell within the next forty eight hours. Like, oh really, Orioles? You want to fucking do this? Let's dance. I don't see that happening. Um, Yankees believe in their bullpen work and sneaky. Victor Gonzalez and Caleb Ferguson kind of know what you're going to get. That's nice. Like between those two, they have at least one seventh inning lefty. You, Their bullpen looks like outs now, and they deserve all the respect there, and there's always a young guy or two that, you know, yeah. has a moment. It's, uh, it's how is that rotation going to hold up? Garrett Cole, almost no worries. Carlos Rodon, the opposite. Stroman, what does that feel like? Clark Schmidt following up his first full season. Uh, is there growth? Is there a step back? Same? If he's the guy he was, the middle 16 starts, there's a lot of value in that. But Nestor Cortez, little coin flippy at this point. And then after that, no real guys that have started at the major league level. So if the Yankees get one or two spring training injuries, that rotation's going to look and feel a lot different. Um, that I don't know if you're the Yankees and this is what I was brewing on all weekend and Jess was away. So I was alone with my thoughts. BBD, remember when the whole conversation around the Yankees was judge's window, yep. Cole's window. Well, what are the Orioles doing? Mm-hmm. You want to talk windows? And hey, maybe they're about to extend three of these dudes, but their windows feels like. Well, they're cheap. The Orioles' window is beautifully open, and they just added Corbin Burns, which they didn't really need to, but they did, and that feels nice. I can't promise you the Yankees are going to finish second. I can't promise you the Yankees are going to finish third. I think they will, but, man, they finished fourth last year, and the whole thing about being the Yankees, their brand that they care so much about, it starts with winning and, like, dominating. And the Yankees ain't that right now. Um, I don't know. Let's see what happens with Snellagram. Uh, I don't think the Yanks are in, although they're the only team to offer. Um, you know, at, at first I thought there'd be a pride thing and, like, being like, hey, you know, they're not going to tell Clark Schmidt you got to be out of the pen for a little bit. I think they could get over that. I think they should be able to. But, I don't know, maybe the Giants just traded Ross Stripling. Could Snell be going to the Bay? We still have a lot of big free agents that got to sign, huh? That's pretty nuts. That's pretty nuts. Um, so that was the big breaking baseball news. Big breaking baseball news, as he says. Um, and I don't know. I think I also just got, you know, we had that Bobby Witt. Yeah. Little midsection kick in there. Um, I don't. I almost forgot it's like Super Bowl week. A little bit. Like I definitely had a little Sunday. Like whoa, no football. We're back to that lifestyle. Hundred percent had that. And, and then I, it was. And I was like, and does that mean Super Bowls in a week? Huh? But right. And then for a second, I'm questioning. Like, you know, do we need a bye week before the Super Bowl? I guess it's kind of nice. 
But any guys nursing something an extra week to be right? It helps. Good. I guess you get the teams more healthy. Sure, I'm about it. Um, but yeah, I haven't even uh, mentally gotten too excited for Super Bowl week yet, and I'm gonna. Uh, and we need to get Chris Rose walking on the phone. This morning know. there was like office chatter, but I was like, oh, okay, it is Super Bowl week. So I think I think by this time tomorrow I'll feel that. You know what? And it really does start with the press stuff. Like once. Yeah, Once like you get today, the first tomorrow, couple the Wednesday quotes, I think that's when it really, really kicks into gear. Um, let's see. I don't know. We'll see if we do another position list with Jolly. Maybe. I need Chris Rose on the horn. You guys know yeah. that. It might, you know, it might be a week off from that Super Bowl heavy, and then we'll be kind of left with pretty much just baseball. Dude, are guys going to sign? And the, everybody was saying a few weeks ago, don't expect the Boris guys to sign before it says February. And now it says February. So I'd like to think soon somebody does. Hey, this will be, be a fun little quick around the horn. Okay. Snell, Montgomery, Chapman. Belly. Belly. Okay, so two, pitch, two pitchers. Pitchers is going to be field. easier. Let's do let's do Snell and Mountie. Round the horn in alphabetical order because that's how it's listed on this page. Baltimore, Snell and Monty, probably out. Probably out. Should be just in. traded. Just traded for Corbin Burns. The rest of their rotation looks good. I'm gonna put Baltimore. Their vibes out. are good. If they I do, lo- I wish they were in on Snell. If, if they do, it's good. sick. But let's for everything we know let's in Baltimore. No. I just owed you an apology because I didn't think they'd push the chips in for Corbin Burns. They did. So maybe I'm wrong, but I'm gonna put them as a no for now. Boston actually kind of in, right? They like they sh- they really like should the be opposite. Like, <laughs> yes, they're vaguely where Baltimore in. should be in <laughs> is reverse. Uh, but we'll put Boston as a yes. Yes, they White- seem to just not have payroll freedom right now. But but yes, White Sox no, no. Cleveland no. no, Detroit. You've been daydreaming about it. No, same pool as Baltimore though, where it'd be just like. Let's so just happy say no. They did, it would be no. it would be a massive surprise. There's been nothing there, rumors wise. Houston, there's been nothing there. I'm gonna say <sighs> their current five: Verlander, Framber, Javier, Brown, or Kitty. I'm gonna say no, but I don't necessarily believe in it. Yeah, but let's just say no for now. Kansas City Royals, no. Angels, yes. Mm-hmm. Kind of same as Boston. Minnesota, I'm going no. no. They've been hard, hard like we're not spending that not kind of money. increasing money this year. Yankees, outside of me fantasizing about a different Yankees org, they're, kind of, they're currently a no. Yeah. We would we, be, they've we, technically offered Snell. We but. would be very surprised if the Yankees signed Snell. Mm. Very. Oakland, no. Seattle, no. Tampa Bay Rays, no. Texas Rangers, yes. Especially Monty, yes. Right. I think they want Monty back. Toronto, I feel like I heard rumors there, but that would mean they would have to trade a starting pitcher. Supposedly teams calling about Manoa. I'm going to say no for now just because it would be two moves. They're not. It would. They're be, not more of a yes than Boston. It would be trading Manoa for a young lefty bat, which would be awesome, and then signing Snell or Monty, which would be awesome. 
but I'm not. That's a lot to assume. Mm-hmm. So we've got three AL teams that I have down as yeses currently. And one of those was Boston. One of those was Boston. Yep. We'll see. Um, Arizona, I think they're they're think out. They're, there hasn't been any rumors. They signed ready to Erod. Start the year. Atlanta. Hasn't really been any Strider, Freed, Morton, Sale, Elder. Sale was kind of their starting pitching move. Remember they extended him? Mm-hmm. They wanted Cease very badly, but I think that was before the Sale thing. So. I'm going no for now. Cubs, yes. Yes. Cubs are in. Should be. Cincy yes. out. Colorado out. Dodgers? Dodgers gonna, to an extent you can never say I'm going to put them in. Okay. I'm going to put them in. You know what? what? Yeah. The rotation doesn't have, you know, Emmett Sheehan can start the Emmett, year in the minors. Emmett Sheehan and Paxton. Need. Even um, Bobby Miller. Miami, Milwaukee, no. Nope. Mets are currently no, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing there. Philly's kind of a no. Philly would be a big surprise. Phillies are a no. But they were it in is, on Yamamoto that if Snell gets to the right price. It is bizarre that they haven't done anything besides Nola. Philly and the Yankees would be the same amount of surprise. Yes, like they're the, in like they're kind of the set. Group is yeah. Pittsburgh no, Padres no, right? And that the whole thing. The whole reason they got rid of Soto, although Bally's bailed out. Giants yes. St. Louis is a no. St. Louis have daydreamed about the on-field fit, but no. They're kind of Yankees, Phillies, like they could, but let's not daydream. Yeah, so we got I'd give them a slice on the pie chart, but six teams that should really kind of be in on those starting pitchers. No Nats. No to the Nats. Um, I guess <sighs> Matt Chapman and Belly same exercise. Is this exercise fun or miserable? From the top. <laughs> Actually, no, we'll go reverse. How about that? That's always That was always my favorite in elementary school. We're going to do the last names in reverse now. Nats, no. My name was always right in the middle, so it never mattered. Oh, Storielli. Sometimes like the very end, which you just wouldn't Some think. years you end up. Some years. Like, S names Last or second to last. Um, Nationals, no. Cardinals, no. Giants, yes. Padres, no. I don't want to play the game anymore. A lot of teams can use these guys. Uh, and you wonder what other trades and stuff are being held up on it. Um, I don't know. One of them has to sign before pitchers and catchers, right? Yeah. One of those four? You think especially, like spring training is for the pitchers. These guys got to be itching to just... Sign. I want them to get as much money as they can get. So, so don't don't give up your leverage. But maybe not too, because a pitcher goes down on a competitive team. Like that was the was that Oda Rizzi with Houston? Yes, I think so. Um, so let's see. Let's see. We should should still have some baseball offseason coming. It's Super Bowl week. I'm interested to see what next episode is. Will there be Jolly Olive? Will there be Chris Rose? You'll have to subscribe. Thank you, everyone. 15K subs. Whew, it's a nice number. It's a nice number. 20. 
Uh, we appreciate you guys, and we'll see you Wednesday.